0: Fourth episode of season three the spartan journal podcast is meant to keep you up to date and informed about the ever-changing world we live in without wasting your time i'm your host jared ryan joined by brady laro and riley garvin and our executive editor is sarah khan today we will evaluate current markets chat gpt's new rival the labor department's january jobs report and cvs's proposed acquisition of oak street health the date is february 9th 2023 You're listening
1: to the Spartan Journal. The S&P 500 is down 55 points, the Dow Jones is down 226 points, and the NASDAQ is down a point.
2: The small cap stock market index, the Russell 2000, is down 3.7% over the past week. The oldest international stock index, the MSCIEAFE, is down 1.1%, and the Barclays Aggregate Bond Index is down 1.4%.
0: Thank you, Riley and Brady, for your analytical reporting. The conclusion of our brief market evaluation leads us into our informational discussion portion, of which I will start. At an event at the French Capital this past Wednesday, Google showed a series of AI enhancements for its search engine, including plans to start generating textual responses to complex queries with no single correct answer, such as, what are the best constellations to look at when stargazing? This Google AI enhancement named BARD is shooting to be a homegrown rival to the popular ChatGPT chatbot. The company also gave more details about how it plans to integrate AI in its search results by focusing on what it calls NORA or no one right answer queries. The tit for tat developments are part of a fast spreading AI war over the potential of generative AI, which can create content in response to short user inputs. Since OpenAI moved to release ChatGPT publicly late last year, Microsoft has promised to integrate capabilities from generative AI tools, like OpenAI, across all of its products quickly, as well as making them available to outside developers. These back-to-back announcements from two of the tech industry's fiercest competitors are the latest signs of how companies are scrambling to roll out tools that can generate content. These back-to-back announcements from two of the tech industry's fiercest competitors are the latest signs of how companies are scrambling to roll out tools that can generate content. From haikus to computer code, these AI chatbots and their companies are ready to capitalize on a wave of renewed excitement about the potential of AI among businesses and consumers. You
2: spoke about how these AI systems are still going through testing. How reliable are they now?
0: Well, Riley, these systems like Google's BARD and Microsoft's ChatGPT are increasing in popularity and usefulness, but they are still new concepts that need time to be fully programmed. Microsoft was reluctant to roll up ChatGPT because of its tendency to occasionally return false information or nonsense in response to user queries. The BARD AI system from Google is also dealing with inconsistencies. An example of this is BARD's incorrect factual response about the James Webb Telescope, saying that it took the very first pictures of an exoplanet outside of our solar system. This statement is invalid because we have images from 2004 that refute this statement. Jared,
1: are there any regulations in this AI space?
0: With the emergence of these new AI systems evolving as we speak, there is an urge for more regulation. The California Democratic Congressman Ted Lieu is leading this pushback by suggesting there should be a federal agency to oversee artificial intelligence before it ensnares and deceives humanity. He recently displayed the power of ChatGPT GPT to Congress in the form of a bill that was generated by his suggestions and style of writing. He is legislation like the National Artificial Intelligence Initiative Act of 2020, which encourages the United States leadership to lead in trustworthiness and proper implementation of AI
1: systems. This week, the topic I focused on was the Labor Department's January jobs report. The U.S. added an unexpected 517,000 jobs in the month of January, a significant increase from previous months of growth. It also put the unemployment rate down to 3.4%. The lowest rate the country has seen in the past 53 years. During the months of August through December, the number of jobs added each month was around 300,000, with it trending slightly downwards. So many analysts were surprised when the Labor Department released their January jobs report, which showed almost double the amount of jobs added in December. The report came as a surprise to many analysts, as the past month has seen constant news of job layoffs from major tech companies. In the month of January alone, Amazon announced it was laying off 18,000 employees. Google said it was cutting 12,000 employees. Microsoft let go of 10,000 employees. And Salesforce got rid of 7,000 employees. So what we saw were major cuts to the job market, many of which were white collar, high paying tech positions which have historically grown a lot over the past decade and especially after the COVID-19 pandemic. This left many confused with the disparity between what we have seen in the news with layoffs compared to what the numbers in this report show.
0: How is the job market growing as so many tech positions were being cut?
1: Well, Jared, in some ways the layoffs have shown themselves in the data. The report shows that 5,000 jobs were lost in the information sector However, there are some key reasons why these losses haven't been shown in the overall data. Jared, in some ways, the layoffs have shown themselves in the data. The report shows that 5,000 jobs were lost in the information sector. However, there are some key reasons why these losses haven't been shown in the overall economy. First of all, many economists have stressed that the tech sector is a relatively small share of the overall economy. And so any losses there won't be very damaging to the overall job market's health. Another reason could be that these tech firms are still hiring in different areas of the company, which would counterbalance many of the layoffs. It's also important to note that many of these laid-off employees are quickly finding jobs at other tech companies. And, as some experts have noted, many small to mid-sized tech companies are still hiring a lot. Many of these smaller firms didn't hire as much as their larger counterparts during the COVID-19 pandemic, and so they haven't had to lay off as many employees.
2: How does the job report impact what the Federal Reserve is trying to do with the interest rates, Brady?
1: This news is somewhat conflicting for the Federal Reserve, which is currently seeking to slow inflation and economic growth by increasing interest rates. The Fed has increased rates about eight times within the last year, and yet we are still seeing persistently high inflation. This jobs report does not seem to totally conflict with that goal. Chair of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, has said that they are trying to curb inflation and not target the unemployment rate. He did say, however, that it could be, quote, difficult to sustainably reduce inflation without cooling the labor market while at the same time acknowledging that this could just be a blip within the job market's growth. He did add though that quote if we continue to see strong labor market reports and high inflation reports that maybe we have to do more than what's expected in reference to increasing interest rates even more.
2: Thanks Brady. The topic that I focused on today was about CVS agreeing to a 10.6 billion dollar acquisition of Oak Street Health. According to the Wall Street Journal just this week, CVS Health agreed to acquire Oak Street Health for $10.6 billion in an all cash deal. CVS agreed to buy Oak Street Health's shares for $39 a share. The reasoning for this was that this acquisition would help CVS widen their healthcare products. With the acquisition, CVS will be adding 600 physicians and nurse practitioners as well as Oak Street's 169 senior focus clinics. The CEO of Oakland Street Health, Mike Picas, said that this agreement with CVS Health will accelerate our ability to drive on our mission and continue improving health outcomes, lower medical costs, and providing a better patient experience. Oak Street Health is based in Chicago and primarily focuses on Medicare patients. This buyout would allow CVS to combine treatment of the patients with CVS's Medicare Advantage plans. Five months ago, the Department of Justice attempted to block UnitedHealth Group's $13 billion acquisition of Change Healthcare, believing that it would limit competition for technology in the healthcare industry. CVS, however, believes that there is no anti-competitive nature with this deal, and they believe that it will go through. The deal is expected to close sometime in 2023
1: what are some other reasons as to why CVS wants to acquire Oak Street Health?
2: Great question. So in addition to the 600 physicians and nurse practitioners, as well as the 169 senior focused clinics, bringing the two companies together will help reduce cost and improve outcomes specifically in the underserved communities. 50% of Oak Street's Health's patients have a housing, food, or isolation risk factor. So this acquisition will help serve those underserved communities.
0: Riley, which companies are helping advise this deal?
2: So Credit Suisse Securities and Lazard are the co-financial advisors for CVS. Lazard has over 500 transactions within the healthcare industry. And for Oak Street Health, Their financial advisor is Centerview Partners, and they have over 200 transactions within the healthcare industry.
0: Thank you, Riley. With that, this concludes the fourth episode of Season 3. Please look out for yourself. Please look out for others. From our Spartan Journal family to yours, go green. If you enjoyed the discussion, please like and share the podcast on Apple and Spotify. The Spartan Journal podcast is part of Michigan State University's Wealth Management Association a student organization whose goal is to inspire the next generation of financial advisors. The Spartan Journal News Team releases a newsletter every Monday morning comprised of financial literacy and the week's market updates. Feel free to follow us on social media at MSUWMA and check out our website at MSUWMA.com. you are heard on either the MSUWMA or Spartan Journal podcasts, is for educational purposes only and should not be considered as investment advice.